The Marriage Project is a community organization that exists to educate a future generation while encouraging and inspiring hope for this one through the portrait of God's design for marriage. It is a collective of stories from couples spanning across the nation and globe to share with you the hope they have found in Jesus. This is a one-stop shop to hear how God has impacted each life here and to shine light and shed light on what our part is in His plan. Welcome back to a new episode of the Marriage Project Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Miller, and each month I'm joined by a new couple sharing their marriage story and testimonies. This month I'm joined by Alex and Dallas Johnson. Dallas and Alex have known each other since high school and have been married for six years come this July. They grew up in the same college mountain town in Arizona where they love being outdoors, staying active during the seasons, and they recently just got a new addition to their family, a sweet golden retriever named Faith, and they love traveling whenever they can get away from their businesses. So Dallas owns and operates a towing business, and Alex, until recently, was the bookkeeper for the company. And while Dallas continues to run his towing business, Alex is designing a clothing line that will donate portions of profit to charity, which we will talk about, and they plan to launch in 2022. Dallas and Alex also have YouTube channels. Dallas's is Tow Trainer and Alex has Hope with Alex, which we'll get into as well. So Dallas offers towing advice on active calls, and Alex encourages people to hold on to hope while enduring hardships. So that is quite the intro, and I would love to have them jump on and say hello and add anything to that. Yeah, the only thing that you're missing is uh, Little Texas. We have Faith, who's a five-month-old golden retriever, and then now we have Texas, who is a two-month-old golden retriever. Oh, that's all I miss. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> the newest that's it. Little- that's it. That, that's our whole life. No. <laughs> <laughs> you summed um, me up pretty good. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm very interested, actually, in this. I seriously am. That's so interesting about just being, owning a tow business. I can imagine that's pretty demanding. It is. Yeah. My phone yeah. just rang about 30 seconds ago. Yeah. So I get to answer the phones all throughout the night and Gosh. day, holiday, weekends, everything. And people need their, their cars towed all the time. Seems wow. Well, thanks guys for being on the podcast. Absolutely. And yeah, Alex, we also um, are going to feature you on a spinoff episode. I'm excited to try out that this month. I've had that on my heart to just kind of go deeper into testimonies. And so before we get there, uh, I always like to start on a fun note. So I usually ask the question of what your guys' go-to date night is. Maybe it'll spark an idea for someone else if you have one. Do you guys have a go-to date night? I would say our go-to date night is Sedona, Ooh. which is a nice yeah. little Red Rock area. That's actually a good point. I was hoping you'd answer because I'm like, what is our yeah. go-to date night besides a couch and, yeah. and food in front of the TV? <laughs> that's also that's actually yeah, that's our go-to literal, stay yeah. in night. Yeah, yeah, literal go-to date night. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's I sounds nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Used to be movies. Thank goodness, COVID hit, and we don't have to watch movies in the movie theater anymore. Right. That was always Alexander's positive, like I don't know, like fun thing. And he hated it. I don't. And I'd force him. I had to like pick my arguments. I'm like, it's been one month since we've gone to the theater. (laughs) You have to go. It's been over a year. Oh shoot, that was actually our old go to date night. But yeah, That's no, Sedona cool. is close to us. So if we feel like getting fancy and actually like wearing some clothes. cute clothes, <laughs> clothes and yeah. getting dressed, we'll go make it a whole little event and drive down 
and it's it's really pretty down there and really good food. Yep. Whereas where we live, it's pretty yeah. chill. It's like a mountain, like college kind of hippie town. So you could dress up, but you're probably not going to like dress up as much as you would in Sedona. So yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Good job, babe. I, I didn't even think. What I love answer that answer. Yeah. Um, yes. We recently visited Sedona. It's so beautiful. It's amazing. Oh, nice. It so, yeah. It, I know exactly what you're talking, but I'm sure you guys have tips I'll have to get from you that you plan ahead now. Honestly, it's just been crazy. Yeah. It's so since, since COVID there. hit. Now it's like you have to book a reservation for any restaurant like two months in advance. Mm-hmm. If you want to go on like a Friday night, that's not going to happen. You're yeah. going to have to eat McDonald's. Yep. <laughs> and not even. No, I'm just kidding. Yep. Anyways. Oh, well, I love that. That is a good date night idea or date weekend idea for anybody yep. out there. Sedona is it's beautiful. So mm-hmm. um getting into just a bit of your story. Um I'm kinda I'm just trying to decide. I, I want to know how you two met. You mentioned it. You met in high school. So is there anything Beyond that, like, was there any, Yeah. how was the initial meeting? Yeah. On here. I'll start it off. I love him telling this story. So it's funny. <laughs> she went to my school, what, your freshman year of high school? Sophomore. The sophomore. So I was a junior. Okay. And we had like, I don't know, alternating classes. So like in, in between classes, I would go one way and she would go the opposite way. And from the first time I saw her, I was like, oh yeah, I like that. <laughs> So, like, I planned it out, like, every time, like, I don't remember what period it was between, but I would always walk, like, I could have gone two ways, like, gone out of my classroom, taken a right, and gone around the loop, or taken a left. And, like, I just kept going the same route, just because I knew she would hopefully be walking that way. And you stayed at my school for how long? Like, a week and a half. Yeah. And so, like... I saw her a few times and then I'm like, man, where is this freaking girl? Like, I think then I start like exploring opposite like ways to like, maybe she's walking this way and had a really hard time finding her, obviously, because she wasn't at my school after that. I got sent to rehab. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I was gone. Yeah. So I didn't really see her through that much anymore. And then I found out her brother was my friend Albert and I knew him from the gym and he he kind of helped prime the pump a little bit and get us set up. Mm. So I had like fast cars and we like like going to car meets and stuff like that. So I one of my one of the weekends that my parents were out of town, I took out their Viper. And <laughs> so they did not I, know about this. Yeah, my my dad bought my mom a Viper like back in ninety five. Like it's an older one. Uh-huh. But it's still fun and fast. So like they were gone. I took the Viper, went and picked her up, and we went to Sonic with a bunch of Subarus and hung out oh. with a bunch of bros. It was fun. Yeah. And then, so that's how we met. Do you have anything okay. else to add to that? For No. I want to tell stories about how I would pick you up in the middle of the night. Well, yeah, that's true. I progressed until I was like, wow, this guy's like a super good Christian. And I was like, I did not know God at that point. I was a crazy party girl. So I would call him at, you know, two in the morning and be like, come pick me up. And, and I pick her up. He said he would pick me up because he knew I would give him a kiss at the end of the night. <laughs> so yeah, there's we had a, a good little flirting thing going. Involved. Yeah. Oh Lord! But what's cool, I will say, is my brother that he mentions now in heaven, and mm-hmm. he um, actually it was just his year anniversary in heaven this week and his mm-hmm. birthday. So it was a hard week, but I actually felt a lot of peace. Point is, though, it's so interesting once you lose somebody, you see like how big of a part of 
your life, like, like how big of an yeah. impact they yeah, had in your life. Changed. Yeah. Because literally Albert, I'll never forget, showed me Dallas's MySpace picture. And he's like, you should date this guy. He's like a really nice guy. He comes from a good family. And I was like, no, I'm not going to. And then he persuaded me to do it. So, and now look, we're married. So it's just such a blessing. Cause it's like Albert truly did orchestrate our marriage in a way. And it's just obviously like Dallas is such a blessing in my life. So it's like kind of a gift from Albert, you know, it's just so cool. Like God is so good. Yeah. yeah. In the God use Albert. Yeah. It's like in an Albert, mm-hmm. he's going to do a little nudge. That's so cool. I know. So yeah. you alluded to your story of, you said you're in rehab and then you must've <laughs> gone out Alex. So to get into testimonies, cause you're going to go in to it a little bit more in the spinoff episode on a deeper level, which we can just kind of do a brief overview. So you also mentioned that Dallas, you were Christian or was raised in a Christian home at least. And so what was that like? You know, you're now, you were, were you married before you were saved, Alex, or how did that happen? So when did you come to know Christ and how did that kind of bleed into your marriage? So one spouse was from a Christian household, one was not. How has that been coming together as one in marriage? Yeah. So I got saved and sober before I got married. Okay. Um, and Dallas came into my life about again. a year. Yeah. Again, <laughs> a year after and uh, before then, even we worked out at the same gym. So he kept asking me out, but I, I stayed strong for like 11 months. I was like, no, I'm not dating anybody. I am just with God right now, like yeah. healing. Um, but yeah, so I spent about a year healing and then started dating Dallas and we got married about three years later. Yeah. Maybe four, but um yeah, and then Dallas was raised in a Christian household. Right. So and I knew God. I was raised Jewish, but it was a different, you know, I thought God was always mad at me because there's so many rules and laws and I was always messing up. So it wasn't more of a relationship with God. It was more like I know he exists, but I think he's mad at me. So I'm not gonna mm. talk to him unless it's an emergency. <laughs> so that's kind of like the difference, but I feel like it blended well. Yeah. Yeah. It really did. And I think that's why, like, it never really went super far when we were in high school, like, just like little casual flirting and the occasional peck, yes. But <laughs> it was always kind of like, not, not like convicting, but like, oh, I know she's like too wild for me. So I just kind of like let her go. not, not go, but like we would always like, we always remain friends. But never really pursued it like very seriously in high school. But then once I found out she was like clean, sober, saved, it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So Alex, just to not leave people hanging because they're going to hear this first. Mm -hmm. So what exactly like from a young age, how you were raised, I know you're going to talk about that more, but just a little overview of like what that looked like. Yeah. Yeah. So I got... I I came from a good family, honestly. I mean, there was friction in the household, like any house, but I mean, they did get a divorce when I was around 15 years old. So there was some fighting. So that kind of caused a little bit of insecurities. But honestly, I was very insecure from elementary school because I just looked different than the other kids. Even just being raised Jewish made me feel different. So it made me really insecure and it made me want to seek attention from men. So then that translated into the party scene when I was 13. Uh, I got drunk and it made me feel confident, which is what I'd wanted ever since I was in elementary to feel confident. So that's what hooked me. 
And then the cycle of guilt and shame is what keeps you addicted because you feel bad for using. So then you just keep using, which is silly, but it's also addicting, of course. So I kind of lived a double life all through high school. I was a, an athlete, you know, a popular girl, but I was, you know, getting sent to rehab. I was addicted to cocaine. So I definitely was living a double life. And then it got really bad when I graduated high school. I got addicted to heroin and crack, got really, really serious. I got afraid of death for the first time. So that combined with accepting Jesus into my life and actually surrendering to God, asking him if he's real to help me get sober um, is what ultimately got me clean when I was 20 years old. So it was, uh, it was a lot, even involved in that. I I got into the adult industry for a brief stint of time, uh, when I was 19 years old. So I just really took addiction to the extreme and it's just a matter of running from yourself. You just don't want to face your emotions. So anything that numbs you, uh, is going to be what you do. So that is what the adult industry even became to me. But yeah, yeah, God, God had a plan. I made it out, you know, and a lot of people don't. So I definitely am blessed by it. And I'm grateful to be able to finally be healed enough to share my story because a year ago I I was on social media. I had a lot of fear, but God kind of pushed me once we lost my brother to have me get out here and share my story and try to help, you know, even just one person know that they can change their life. It is possible. You're never too far gone. Yeah. Amen. And it's such a miracle. I mean, people say, if only I saw, you know, God perform a miracle. I'm like, he does in changing lives. Like you yeah. are a miracle, you know, just that he freed you from that addiction. Cause so many people, um, stay trapped or in bondage and God is just the redeemer. And so I'm just like, amen. That's just so awesome. Really. Mm-hmm. Um, you say all that. So you mentioned that Dallas was your rock in that. So how have you seen God's heart, and both of you can answer this, from the other spouse? I don't know. That's kind of, that might be a lot to process. But yeah, just how have you seen God's heart through your spouse as you've been married? Yeah. Well, for me, thanks a lot, Dallas. You don't even know. No, I'm just kidding. He's, <laughs> I'll give him time to think. That's I'll a, give him that idea. That's I know. It's, it's okay, <laughs> Dallas. Yeah, give me an example, then I'll I know. I know. Alex, you go first. But yeah, it's, I know. And they're kind of, I asked like four questions, actually. So you're probably catching up with the first one still. <laughs> it's okay. I'll give him an idea. I think I know what you're saying. So for me, uh, with Dallas, especially just because I had so much shame from the adult industry coming into the relationship, that was huge for me for Dallas's reaction to that. And also just like his willingness to stay with me. I told him pretty soon on in the relationship that I had done things in the adult industry and I was fully anticipating him to break up with me, but he didn't. He told me Jesus already forgave you for that. Like, who am I basically to judge you? And that's water under the bridge essentially is what he said. And I know it's like a heavier issue of course, but just as far as judging me, his whole thing was, you're not in it anymore. You know, I know who you are now as a person and that's what I'm more interested in than who you were before. So that in a way really kind of solidified what we learn about Jesus and God that, you know, sin is, it's covered in Jesus's blood. It's no more, it's made as white as snow, you know? So like Dallas being an example of that was a huge way that 
I saw God in our marriage, literally. And it, it helped me heal because before Dallas, my plan was to just not date anybody and just live a life dedicated to medicine. I was pre-med at the time and I just wanted to be not involved with any guys just because of my past. And I just thought that was the cross I was going to bear. I didn't feel like I deserved to be with a man and God had a different plan. And now I see why he brought Dallas in my life for many reasons. But one, I think truly was to help me heal and get over what I had done in the adult industry. And that definitely, I think, yeah, Dallas just accepting me where I was believing I'm a new person really, really helped me see Jesus. Yeah. And and I think on that, like on that same note, just seeing God's basically power of changing someone's life completely for the better. It it really affects my daily life just because in the towing business, we also have a lot of customers that they, they get their vehicle impounded either because of a DUI or something that they've been on, like past demons in their life, catching up to them. They get, they lose their car for a period of time. They talk to me and like, the other day I talked to a guy that we impounded his car. He was on fentanyl. He was passed out in the driver's seat. And like just seeing Alexandra's story is really encouraging for me to talk to these people because I, I kind of look at them in a different light that God does have a plan for them as well as a hope for them to change their life for the better. So I can kind of talk to them about Alexandra where I wouldn't have had all those stories and kind of like life experiences otherwise. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so mm-hmm. sweet. That's really cool. Actually. I love that. Cause you probably do see so much of that and under the circumstances of why people might be getting their car towed. And so, wow. Yeah. Just that in and of itself, you guys have a little ministry going. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. yeah it, and we kind of not like force these people to, <laughs> to come in contact with them, but really they are like, they're kind of like, almost like a captive audience for like those like fleeting moments that we have with them just because we have their car, they want their car back. So <laughs> they kind of have to listen to me for a minute. Let me give you a little bit of advice before I give you your car back. <laughs> and you know, but what that's like love you're extending Jesus. Oh, yeah. Love to yeah. Whether they feel that or not, they'll always remember that and you can pray for them and remember them and they're by name. That's really cool. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, yeah, that was nail on the head. So um, I just think that is such a beautiful way that you describe that, Alex, too, just to see God's forgiveness tangibly through your husband and that he would have used Dallas. You know, he didn't have to do it that way, but that's the way he did it. And he chose marriage as that vessel to bring healing. So I just think that's so, so beautiful. So you guys mentioned, or you did, Alex, rather, I was in contact with you about gender roles and what you guys have faced, I guess we could say that way, or just the challenges you faced in that in marriage. Can you talk a little bit more about the challenges with (laughs) gender roles in marriage? Yeah, they don't exist at all. (laughs) We have no challenges. Gender roles. We mean like yeah, like what the stereotypical like male role should be or female role, right? Which is hard because I have a very stereotypically male job. Right. (laughs) Like I work a lot. Yeah. And like the definition of, what do they call it? An over, like addicted to working. Well, that's not good. We're talking about <laughs> no, addiction right now. I know, but I'm <laughs> no, saying like, man. I'm being real that no, we do actually struggle with these gender roles just Shoot. because like I that go out and I work. Addiction. <laughs> What's that? 
I said that is a sort of addiction in a way. Yeah. But yeah. Well, it's for good, but you're working. I help him go on vacations and it's not even like, Oh, vacation. But I do help him like break free, like literally break away from work to help him be like, Hey, there's more to life. Right. Going crazy working 24 seven. Yeah. And and I mean, I think the biggest piece of advice to remember is like, don't expect anything in marriage as far as gender roles go. That's good. Like I do the dishes, Alexandra. She, is a better cook than me. She'll say otherwise because I think she wants me to cook more, but <laughs> she, I mean, she does most of the cooking more often than I do. I try to help out and do some cooking, but there, I don't know. There is a lot to marriage and it being difficult, especially if you look at gender roles, just because I go out for a long day of work. I don't know what her day has been like. I do now that I have to deal with this little puppy, but, but I mean, I, I come home and like, she's had different struggles and it's hard for me to come home and just be like, yeah. well, I expect food and I would like it now and warm because that's not how life is. <laughs> I mean, men have to kind of like own up to this and really realize that women are not born for the kitchen and they're born to compliment you and I I do appreciate my life with Alexandra and it is nice to uh, come home to her Mm -hmm. but it is difficult I will say that that yeah yeah like I feel like people can get stuck in that like okay I worked all day long which is hard but you're not disqualifying her hard day either just because she might have been at home all day right doesn't equal didn't have a hard day well, I try not to. I'm not yeah. perfect on that. But that that's the goal. Right, right. Yeah. And we're not perfect. So but I like that because some people I think might struggle with that. Absolutely. Not understanding or wanting to learn to understand or asking questions of, wow, what did your day actually look like? What did it entail? Um, because Alex, you're doing this YouTube. So are you at home most of the day or how does that look? Yeah, I'm at home most of the day and that's hard because even the days that I did like the books for the company, mm-hmm. which I didn't do that good of a job at. That's why we passed it on finally to somebody because for, I'm definitely a people person. So working from home has been a huge struggle since I got my master's in business, like almost two years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so from like working from home definitely isn't my personality type. So like the days that I stay home and work, even when I was having productive days, like I still didn't feel productive. So emotionally, like it was, it's always hard for me because unless I leave the house, I feel like I didn't accomplish anything, even if it's like opposite of the truth. So, um, but I'm working like, so it's like when he comes home, like I'm still working. So it's like, Oh, well we need to eat food. And I had gender roles totally reversed in my house. Like my dad cooked for us. My mom was the main breadwinner in the household his, his family was opposite. So we just had totally different expectations of who was to do what. And I also hated cooking in the beginning. So there, there was like a lot of struggle and there still is a struggle. Like I almost didn't want to do this podcast when you asked, cause I was like, well, we don't have it figured out. So like, who are we to chat about gender roles when like, it still is a struggle. It's better than it was, but I think it's honestly good. Hopefully it'll help somebody know like, Hey, I don't, 
it still is hard and like it's not perfect. Like that's why marriage is hard work. Cause you, yep. you have to figure it out. You have to compromise. Like I've had to start figuring out how to cook. And honestly, I'd say COVID helped us a lot mm-hmm. because yeah, like not only like having the puppies, like Dallas sees, it's like, well, yeah, it's hard to stay home and work. Yeah. And it's a struggle to stay focused. Cause you're like, Oh, I need to work, but look at all the dishes or I need to work, but I've got a dog freaking barking. And <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah. there's a lot of distractions at home. I think Dallas has realized. And then on top of that for cooking, I'd say it changed my mentality because it's like, we want to eat healthy and COVID for a while. We didn't eat out when the pandemic first hit. So it was like all hands on deck. We're like, okay, we got to cook. We got to take care of ourselves. So I think that's kind of helped shift our mentality. And we both are very grateful whenever one or the other cooks. Cause it's like, yes, thank you. This is so good. This is healthy. Yeah. So I think in a way that's actually one blessing of the pandemic. It's kind of helped us, but what, that's just been a year. So I'm telling you, like we've been married for almost six and just recently, like it's getting a little less of a power struggle with cooking. I'd say cooking is like our, <laughs> the big one, yeah. gender roles, like a huge, like everything yeah. else is fine. You I know, love doing the dishes. I don't care. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't even mind the laundry. I mean, you do the laundry, but yep, I do my own. Laundry. I don't mind. I don't get mad doing it if I have to do some of his. He mows the lawn. I'm not mad about that. <laughs> but yeah. the cooking is like where the I think she cleaned up talons come out, man. Dog poop the other day. Even. I cleaned out dog poop the other day. <laughs> this is just the one for some reason. I think yep. I just have some weird feminist mentality about this, where it's like mm. in the beginning I'd be cooking and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is so sexist right now, and like. I literally walked out of the door once cooking spaghetti because I got so mad. <laughs> so, And that's all I would ever cook. Every time yeah, it was my yeah. turn to cook, it's like, well, spaghetti and meatballs, spaghetti and meat sauce. So that's... easy. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. I think I'm going to have the same problem because I just don't, you know, I tell my mom that because I live at home still. I'm not, I'm not married. It could be really a sad stigma, but I don't buy into that lie. I'm like, I'm just home right now saving money and it's good. So, but, um, I try to contribute, but I'm like, I just want to, I just don't have a knack for cooking. Like some people genuinely love it. I don't love it. Like I'll do the dishes too. So I feel you guys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe I'll marry a chef. I love you. (laughs) That would be really nice. You actually just, you thrive in the kitchen. That'd be great for everybody. But yeah. Um, and to speak into what you said, Alex, about being hesitant to do the podcast, about not feeling in a place to speak on things. I mean, I think you guys are just so, being so honest and transparent right now that that is going to speak volumes, people. Because honestly, this podcast is not here to be like, hey, we got it all together. I think the more real and the more honest, the more relatable it's going to be. And people are going to be like, oh, thank goodness. Like, mm, uh, we're not the only ones. Like, these people are so relatable and they're probably going to crack up listening to you guys because they're probably going to be like, yep, that's us. Yeah. That is literally us, what you guys just said, because I know enough of my friends who are married, they tell me things and it's, yeah, it's the day in day out, working it out Thank and learning. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. You're Agreed. Agreed. It's not per. I don't think it's ever going to be perfect. I think we got to remember that and it is going to yeah. be, it's, I mean, yeah, you have to constantly compromise yeah. And, but marriage is one of the, like, honestly, most beautiful things I've ever been able to experience. So yeah. it's worth it, of course, but there's absolutely struggles. My mentor told me once that it's two selfish people trying to live together as one because na- by nature, we're sinful. 
we're selfish. We care about us only. So it's like a constant battle to be a selfless person. Like you're forced to be selfless. So it's hard. It is a struggle, but it's worth it is the main point. It's definitely worth it. You see each other literally at your worst because it's when we're behind closed doors, makeup off, hair up, sweats on, you know, and want to just be lazy and just not do the thing. Like when you're married, that's what you're going to see in each other. You don't have, you know, your best face forward like you can do on date night when you first meet, you know, when you first go out, you know, that type of thing where you're kind of just presenting yourself in only a certain light. But so once you're married, though, that's all off. Like you're going to. You're going to know that about each other eventually. And then I can see where that just gets tricky and hard. And you see the selfishness so close because you're in such close quarters for so much time together, you know? So totally. Yeah. hundred percent. You've nailed it. It's true. (laughs) It's like with family, right? Like I feel like I'm, you let your guard down and you can be irritable around them. Just Mm -hmm. kind of. I know, it's weird how you treat I know like the people that you love the most Isn't that strange? you end up treating sometimes well I'd say most of the time the worst which is just so sad yep but, it's just, it just points to our nature so much of like how fallen we really are right that we can last for a little bit with our face on and like hey like you know but then it comes off as we're ordering pizza uh, <laughs> I know he's like. Did you tell her about that? No, or are you doing, doing it, it in no, secret? I'm doing, no, I'm doing it in secret, Dallas. <laughs> okay. I just started doing this. I'm doing it right now while Dallas came in. Don't worry. Uh-huh. I was oh, talking yeah. totally. We're cooking. Yeah, right, we're cooking right now. We're ordering pizza. No, I'm sorry. It's just like an hour late, so I'm doing it really fast. It was. Okay. I promise. It was right when you were saying like, "What should I we know. talk about next?" Or, no, and yeah, I'm like, "Oh, yeah. I'm gonna order really fast." What did you, what kind of pizza are you ordering? I know. Good question. I just did half pepperoni, and now I'm trying to be like, oh, see, because I knew his phone was going to ring again. See, so forgive me. Excuse. I promise. Is it, it was um, just right when you were saying, Jettum? what should we do next? Having new dogs. Having oh, puppies. Oh, God, right. Yeah, that's been crazy. And Dallas <laughs> is back expected? now. How has that been? Have you had to learn new things having puppies? Yeah. You learn anything about each other? Clean the house so that you don't take our underwear to our neighbors. Yeah, right. That's happened. <laughs> we a put few a doggy times. door in between us and our neighbors because they have a puppy the same age. Uh huh. And they really like taking our underwear over to them <laughs> and socks and shoes. No. Whatever they can fit through the doggy door. That yeah. is hilarious. It's always my underwear. I want to preface that. And no, she found some oh, of mine the other day. Underwear. Okay, well, she's like, enough. I don't think these are Eric's. Um. <laughs> Oh, oh shoot, the husband. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's been fun. That's good. Yeah. So we're trying to at least close doors more, but he is right, trying to keep it a little more tidy in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There has been a few times I will say it's like a whole nother conversation for another time, but because I'm struggling with wanting children. Mm. Whereas Dallas like is more the one that wants children. Yeah. And but having a dog had there's been a few moments where I'm like I love her so much I'm like oh my gosh I could only imagine how much you would like love a human baby <laughs> you know like I don't, I don't even say a it right. what do you call them a baby <laughs> but, I could see you know how it's like you pour all this yeah. love into something and it'd be cool because then at least a human ideally you're gonna outlive it and it can yeah. like talk to you so it's it's mm-hmm. like your effort is a little more can't i'm just saying it's giving me a glimpse into the point of having children so that's been a good thing but if you were to ask me do you want kids then right now i'd be like no Mm. no 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 no, no. i'm too scared 
I need to yeah. probably get over that fear, but that is a whole nother. Well, yeah, that's a hard we'll come thing. back for that one. I know. Right. <laughs> Talk to me in five years. No. <laughs> yeah. No, I can see that. Especially in today's world, it's getting kind of, well, nutty out there. Yeah. That's one word for it, right? right. Ah, yeah. I know. We like to travel. I still want to travel. And just even with the clothing company, I'd rather be a little more settled just because I come from a family of divorce and God willing. I mean, I believe Dallas and I will stay together forever, but I just think I would even feel more secure if I have a career going versus it being in the works. But I understand like people also say you can never have a perfect time, have kids. So mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. knows, but who knows when that's coming. <laughs> yeah. You never know. We're trying not to, but I understand it can happen. So <laughs> we'll see. In the right time. So you mentioned your clothing line. Can you yes. share a little bit about the outreach in Dallas? If you have any input in that, what your perspective has been as she's launched this or is dreaming this up, you probably witnessed things just behind the scenes. So can you tell us a little bit about it and your clothing line and what that's going to be? Absolutely. So the clothing line is totally birthed from, honestly, like I feel like it was God mm-hmm. basically told me it. And I love fashion. I've always loved fashion. I've always been passionate about charities. So I really feel like he gave me that idea and he kind of called me out of medicine into getting a business degree so it was a total walk of faith. This whole journey has been a walk of faith. It's also been very hard. Um, and, but yeah, so he gave me the idea literally of starting a t-shirt company and donating a large portion of profits to charity. And until recently I've been, it's been a year and a half of work and been making prototypes. I'm designing it all myself and I've been doing athletic wear And this last prototype, it still isn't right. It's taking forever. And I kind of am going back to the basics and I'm like, wait a minute, what did God tell me to do? And I'm like, he said a t-shirt company and I'm like trying to make it this huge collection. So (laughs) like always, I think a lot of people can relate to this. We overcomplicate things. And I literally thought of the Israelites who walked around in the desert for 40 years when really what historians said it would take like three months to actually get where they were supposed to go or something. But they like didn't listen to God. They were making it way too complicated. They kept rebelling. Point is I kind of had a come to Jesus moment. I think it's just going to be t-shirts. I think I'm just going to launch with that to get it going. And then eventually I'll introduce what I've been working on, which is leggings and sports bra. So anyways, yeah, it's going to donate to suicide prevention and a, um, a safe house for sex trafficked women that I actually did a medical mission trip to in Cambodia. So that's the spiel elevator pitch of light clothing go. And then as far as my ministry that started or my outreach, whatever you want to call it, hope with Alex, I'm on Instagram and YouTube. And soon I'm actually going to start a podcast. And like you said, it's, uh, trying to give people hope for hardships. I'm pulling from my story. I, you know, I share about my addiction and overcoming that, but it, and I also do Bible studies, but it all kind of got out like pushed to the limit, you know, or pushed to fruition once my brother passed away because he struggled with addiction and mental illness. Mm-hmm. So it just made me realize that's it. I need to get out there and tell people like my testimony. And I've had it on my heart to share my story for a few years now, but I let fear of judgment get in the way of me getting on social media because it's obviously very hard to be vulnerable. But after losing my brother, I realized life is way too short and precious to let fear dictate your life and to just take a step of faith. So, Hey, if you're listening to this and you know, you're supposed to be doing something, but you're too scared, take it from me, do it because it's honestly helped me heal. 
It has helped people and it has, it's been a bigger blessing than I've ever thought. Like I've met women like you, I've met some seriously incredible people that I would have never met if I hadn't gotten on social media. So it's worth it. If you're thinking about doing something, but you're scared, I promise it's worth it. God will, God will provide. But now, yeah, Dallas, you can talk. I just (laughs) talked a lot. How has it been seeing me struggle and (laughs) overcome with light clothing? Yeah. I mean, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and about yours as well. Like, yeah, his your, YouTube channel. Starting that, you know, a little bit about what that entails. But yes, go ahead with your train of thought. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, hmm. like clothing coat was the question. Oh, okay, like clothing yeah. Coat. How's it been that. supporting me? It's been good. He's been awesome, by the way. Side note. I yeah, could, I couldn't do it without him, both yeah. financially and mentally, so, and everything. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's a gift. And the biggest things I think that we're really working on is where like my place is, is just to kind of tell her like when enough, not, not that enough is enough, but like when, when it's time to like actually get started. Yeah. Cause I'm a perfectionist, especially <laughs> yeah. with clothing. So I need yeah. somebody to be like, it's fine. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. And, and my kind of mentality on it is just kind of evolve and adapt over time, make money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just launch get something started and then then we'll figure it out from there but right. no it, i mean it's been great seeing her and it's opened up my eyes to like the fashion industry that i've never yeah. really been a part of but yeah yeah no it's that's been really awesome. good yeah he and came with it. me to conferences and stuff yeah. sorry we go we ahead. went to wow in vegas oh, no it's wow. called oh, magic wow. magic magic in vegas okay. wow. i've been to magic um, you've been to magic yeah, my degree was actually fashion merchandising. Girl. Do you want a job? Yeah. For- <laughs> <laughs> we're we're uh, looking to hire. I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a side note. I definitely yeah. think I need help. Are you serious? Uh, we need to talk more about this later. Are you yes, serious? Okay. I, yeah, well, I, I, that sounds way cool. It makes me sound really cool. But I pretty much got it, and then I went an entirely different direction because I didn't I thought I was going to be a buyer, but God had other plans for me. So right when I graduated, I went a different direction. But I might know more than I think I know. So I'd love yeah. to talk to you. But, I might um, have to I talk to you. Happy. Yeah, I have been to that. So that's really awesome. And I just love the complementarism of a husband and a man. I, I don't mean to be so like man, woman. Here we go back to <laughs> right, gender roles. <laughs> yeah, back it up. But there is something to that. Like women can get – I mean – not across the board, but we're more detail oriented. I feel a little bit, you might be more attached to it, Alex. Like you have that emotional tie. And so, you know, Dallas is here to just be like, it looks good, you know, go for it. And I think that's kind of how I started the podcast. It's like I every Instagram it. post, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, uh, just going to put it out there. <laughs> and you see the fruit that comes from it. You're like, whoa, okay. Yeah. It's really cool to just kind of step out and just do it. Is that how you were with your photography or or no, the podcast, you just kind of went for it? Everything I'm doing currently. Yeah. It was not anything I was trained in. So it's been a learning curve with the Lord and same with the podcast. had no idea what I was doing. The first three episodes, two of them we recorded driving to take photos. And so it was like this like bumpy (laughs) car ride. And I, I had someone message me, you know, there is such thing as like a studio, like someone actually Oh, I wanted to say how to do it better. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I take all the advice, but I'm <laughs> professing now that I'm not a professional at this. Like this is just jumping in the water. So yeah, I think that's 
very, very wise. So it's half the battle. Yeah. Just actually doing it. So yeah. Yep. Thank you for sharing that real quick. Dallas, your YouTube channel, you are giving advice on active calls. Anything you can speak out? Someone might be listening, pass it on to their husband. (laughs) If if you need a job, (laughs) no, (laughs) um, but for real, real. no. So, so what we're just trying to do is not shift, but also incorporate like training into our industry, which there's, there's a pretty big gap. There is training and a lot involved in it, but there's not a whole lot out there to help people kind of get certified. There's nothing that as far as like certification goes or education, um, a lot, a lot of like online stuff. So we're trying to get more into that, help some people out, try to learn a new trade. Um, that's really, yeah, there's probably a lot to learn. There's a lot. Yeah. And and every job is different. So we're just really trying to teach like principles of the towing industry. Yeah. And it's different for us. It, it's, it's harder to like, Oh yeah. Now let's get Alexander out there with a camera and film it. Mm -hmm. And then edit it and post it, but right. we're having oh, yeah, fun. as far as the videos go, yeah, for sure. But the videos <laughs> yeah. will also suffice for the school that we're trying to start. So it's kind of doing two things at once. That's good, but I need to edit the videos. That's on me. That's on <laughs> me. We've been talking. We're like we both really want to get organized because we have a lot yeah. going on, and we're both at a place where I think God's just been putting on our hearts. Like Dallas has been praying for clarity. And I've been feeling like I need to get my foundation in order before I launch this clothing company. So it's really hard. Yeah. That's kind of where we're at. We got to get kind of like back to the basics before we expand, which I think God does that a lot. Like before you go to the next level, you kind of have to like mm-hmm. kind of weed out what you don't need anymore. And we're definitely at that on a literal level, just with like the cleansliness of our office. And like, we need to like get rid of a lot of stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm praying that I can get, we, we might, Hey, if anybody's listening, you're a videographer editor, like that honestly yep. might be the next step we need to just get his yeah. e- videos edited quicker to be more consistent yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's hard to do all that while we're, I mean, yeah. this has been the busiest year that we've ever had. So we're right. trying to keep our head above water with that as well as start something new. So yeah. On top of everything else. It's been fun. It's fun. I mean, shoot, we're doing it. It's a blessing, but that's why I think we got to get back to the basics and kind of get rid of stuff that we don't need to yeah. be able to keep going at the speed we're going. Cause I mean, we're saying all this, but there are definitely days where it's like, we can't handle this anymore. Right. You're like, this is insane. <laughs> so yeah, that's where, where we're at. I bet being business owners, that is nuts. And you're right. Cause the work has to take precedence. The paying customers get the priority. So right. those extra things get put to the back burner. I know that very well. So yeah, Yep. Um, okay. My second video is not taken off as much as the first one did for some reason. So that is something I've learned. You just, yeah, it's interesting how consistency. I even with doing this once a month, I feel like that's not. Con- I mean, I've stayed consistent, and then I have done it every first Wednesday of the month. But people like weekly. Um, it's mm-hmm. like you could do the once a month. I think I've learned that as long as they expect something, that's where you have to deliver. So if, even if you said quarterly. Like you send out a newsletter every three months, you know what I mean? With a new video, like people know when to expect it. That is something that I was told. And I'm like, that's really good. Where can listeners find you to stay connected? You mentioned your Instagrams um, or your Instagram rather, Alex. 
Yeah, so I have at Toe Trainer, both on YouTube and Instagram. And TikTok. You got one video oh, yeah. on there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I've got Alexandra following me and one of my employees. That's it. <laughs> so we got one video and not a whole lot of views. Um, right. Jet towing. You can look at up awesome. there. I have more job. followers on Facebook than, <laughs> than anything else. Perfect. And I'm on, I'm under Hope with Alex under TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. And soon, hopefully, podcast. Awesome. We will be looking for that. I'm excited for that for you. If you have any questions, ask me. I will. And thank you. <laughs> thank you. I will. Well, thank you guys for spending an hour. Oh my gosh, an hour with me. Um, You're awesome. You're great. And I just pray that many are blessed by listening to you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having us. It was awesome. Welcome. Be sure to follow on Instagram at the marriage project co or check out the website, www.themarriageproject.co to see all the photos that accompany each testimony behind each matrimony. And be sure to subscribe for the community newsletter to get each episode sent directly to your inbox.